KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. We just had so much to talk about this week, we couldn't fit it into five regular episodes. So here we are, a bonus episode about Waitress, one of my favorite Broadway shows, which is in town at the Academy of Music through Sunday night. I'm Sabrina Boyd-Circa. Let me tell you a bit about this show. If you haven't heard of it, it's based on the 2007 movie with Carrie Russell. It's about a waitress, of course, living in a small town, and life hasn't really gone the way that she planned. She's trying to sort it all out with the help of her friends who work with her at a diner. The music is by Sarah Bareilles, who is one of my idols. If I could like trade lives with anyone, it would probably be her because of her voice and her songwriting talent. Just incredible. So naturally, I love this show. Gabriella Marzetta plays Dawn on the tour, which is in Philadelphia right now. Dawn is this sweet and quirky supporting character, and Gabriella is here with me today. So what is it that drew you to this show? Well, I saw the movie in 2007 when I was like 12 years old, which might be a little young for seeing this movie, but I just, mm-hmm. it really stuck with me when I saw it. Um, I just remember, I remember the movie like exactly. So, and then when they announced that it was going to be a musical, music by Sarah Bareilles, um, like a little part of me knew that like, like, I don't know, I was going to be in it someday or something. <laughs> um, I was a fan from the beginning, like ever since the pop album was released by Sarah. Um, and so I, I kind of like to believe that I manifested it by just being a fan <laughs> in a way. Love that. I'm a, a fellow Sarah Bareilles fangirl, so <laughs> I, yes, I can relate. <laughs> um, so it's coming to Philadelphia, but looking at the tour schedule, it seems like you have kind of like one-off, uh, one-night stops that are kind of off the beaten path. York, Williamsport, Reading, Pennsylvania, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Is that mm-hmm. is that unusual for a tour like this? Um, since we're like the second national, um, I would say it's a little more normal. Like if we mm. were, you know, the first national, then we would be doing more like month-long sit-downs. Um, but it's unfortunately, it is pretty normal. It's And it's pretty exhausting as well. But it is cool to get to see all these different places and cities that we would never normally go to otherwise, but it is pretty exhausting. And the schedule, as you can see, doesn't really make sense. We're going back and forth a lot. Yeah. I noticed that you like go up to Connecticut before coming back to Reading or something like that, which is like, exactly must be a lot of travel. I I can imagine that's exhausting, but at the same time, I think it's cool that, I mean, that's like, getting more better access to people to see it, right? People who might live yes. a little bit further away from a city. So I love that. What are the shows like in those venues? Is that, you know, is it, uh, I imagine it's probably like city by city, but are some of them more smaller, like intimate places as opposed to the Academy of Music, if you've never been here before, is huge and gorgeous and wonderful. But it also would be kind of cool to see this in a in a smaller place. Yeah, that's actually really interesting because we have been performing at, so many different theaters, especially the past month. Like we were at the Schubert Theater in Connecticut and that is like a perfect size, like Broadway theater. Mm. Like that's like, you know, like, I mean, so many Broadway shows, like, you know, did their initial tryouts there. Um, And then like last week we were at this huge music hall. So it's really interesting how different it is. And the audiences do respond differently just because Waitress is, you know, such an intimate show. The comedy of it does make it, you know, super fun. And there are like a lot of big, like flashy comedic moments, but at the heart of it, it's a small, beautiful little play that I think is meant to be experienced in a more intimate setting. So um, it's been really cool to perform at theaters like that. But then also 
it's incredible to perform at like these big auditoriums because there's so many, you know, diehard waitress fans around that they really show up wherever we are. And especially for those one-nighters. And if it's like a one-nighter in a giant theater, usually the crowd really shows up and, you know, we just kind of feel like rock stars. (laughs) Um, So, so it depends. Like there are some small towns, you know, where they're quieter, but um, you can tell they still value the show or we hope that they still value it as much. Um, But as actors, it's interesting to not let either too much audience participation or too little participation affect the performance. That's been a really good lesson that, you know, we've learned because even if people aren't laughing as much as they did the night before, it doesn't mean that it didn't land. It's just, it's a different crowd and they're experiencing something, something different. So it's, it's been really interesting with, with the theater sizes for sure. 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 That makes sense. Have you ever been to Philadelphia before? Nope. I am so excited. Excited. I'm getting a Philly cheesesteak as soon as possible. I think all of us are in the cast. Of it's course. Like all we can talk about. But yeah, we're really excited. Nice. That'll be super fun. I'm excited for you to check out the city. Yes. Um, so your character, Dawn, she's kind of the, I guess I would say like the shy nerdy one, if that hopefully mm-hmm. that sounds exactly accurate. Yeah. Um, do you see any of yourself in that? How do you connect to this role? Oh, totally. I mean, I think Dawn is so loved by, you know, everyone because we all have a little bit of her inside of us. You know, Mm -hmm. we all have that, that doubtful part of us, like that fearful part, the part that loves control that we we have our routines and we want to stick to them because that's what's safe. Um, And I guess that's pretty human too. So I definitely connect to that side. Um, And I actually think that I've maybe I, I was a little more Dawn when I got cast as in the role two years ago than I am now, because I think that I maybe opened up a little bit playing this part, which is kind of hilarious. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think she's so human and so sweet and so naive. And and yeah, she's the part of, of all of us that is just scared of breaking open and being rejected. And I, I really enjoy, you know, bringing that on stage every night because I'm I'm told that, you know, everyone relates. I get DMs and it's really cool to you know, represent a character yeah. like that. I think even if someone who might be a little more, you know, outgoing and extroverted still has that, especially in like dating when when he sees me mm-hmm. is like, we have all been there. <laughs> Just nervous <laughs> about ever about what if it goes wrong and what if it goes right? Um, mm-hmm. All of that. Exactly. It's Women's History Month. This is a show that I think at its heart is really about all three of these women kind of like coming into their own, discovering themselves and owning who they are. What kind of Mm -hmm. message would you want women to take away from the show? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think like sisterhood, the show starts with the three ladies, you know, opening up the diner together. And then, I mean, spoiler alert, it, it ends with three ladies doing the same thing. Um, but that's, they're the one constant in the entire show, their sisterhood. Um, and so I think that's a beautiful message is, you know, sisterhood and, and friendships and relationships like that triumph all and chosen family is everything. And I also think the message that you matter is huge. I think a lot of women, especially across this country and a lot of the small towns we're visiting need to hear this message because, you know, they don't have access to stories like this or, you know, like even theater like this. So um, I think that premise of you matter and, you know, going after your dreams and not yet, not being afraid to go after your dreams, I think is one of the biggest things 
that at least I've taken away from this as a fan and and that I've been told other people have been take have taken away from this. Yeah, I would say sisterhood. That that's the one word I would use. I love that. You know, it's interesting. This reminds me I was talking to um someone for for a different podcast about like changes that happened during the pandemic and she brought up the point that we've discovered that women still kind of take the burden of like Mm-hmm. taking care of children or caregiving in general. And I think it's it's uh, interesting to think be thinking about that, which I was like just editing and then come here and to have this conversation about women supporting each other and going after your dreams and that you matter. Um, yeah. I don't know. That just felt really poignant when you said that. And I was thinking like, I do think we all as women need to hear that right now. Oh, totally. That is such, yeah, you're so right. I mean, I can't imagine being a parent in this pandemic and, you know, having to, to full force, just, oh yeah, I, I can't even, I can't even imagine it. So yeah, I mean, every, every woman matters, every mother matters, every caregiver matters. It's, it's insane. That's such a good point. Um, speaking of sisterhood though, I, I was checking out your Instagram posts and it looks like you three girls, like the leads in the cast are having so much fun on stage and yeah. off stage. Do you feel like you guys have bonded and formed, I guess, your own sisterhood? I mean, it really looks like oh, that. Totally. Yeah, totally. And it's been so great, you know, because I've now done this show with um, two different Jennas and two different Beckys. And so my relationship with Bailey and Kennedy, the first go around is completely different um, than my relationship with Dom and Giselle this go around. And it's so beautiful how different they are, but they're, they're equally as sacred and special. Um, my relationship with Giselle and Dom, who are Jenna and Becky in this tour with me, um, I would just say we're, we're all so silly. Um, I have a different relationship with both of them. I have like a kind of like, like mother, mother daughter relationship with, with Dom where we like always mess with each other. But at the end of the day, she's like, Gabby, Oh my God. Like <laughs> I exhaust her. And then with Giselle, like we're, we're like sisters. We just make each other laugh. We're making TikToks. Um, and it's really sweet to have something on stage and off stage. Um, we have a really good, we have a, a fantastic cast. So even when the understudies go on, then I have a little something special with them too. It's always so fun to see who's going to go on because I love them all so much. They're all my sisters. I always think that comes through on stage too. When you really, Mm -hmm. you know, are having fun with your cast and you all are really connected, it shows. So that's great. Uh, Final question, because this show is all about, all around baking and pies. Do you bake Mm -hmm. yourself? You know, I definitely have been interested in it. Over the pandemic, I was doing HelloFresh, which I would like Mm. to think is a step into the culinary world. Um, so I think definitely, you know, once I have a place to cook things and have a place to nest after this, um, that's definitely something I'm going to want to do, especially because I never even get to eat pie in the show. So now <laughs> I just want to make all the pie. I don't, I don't ever get to eat the pies. I was so. going to say it would make being in that show would make me just want pie all the time. Oh, it's torture. <laughs> you have no idea. I have to bust full slices of pie and like they're just they just get wasted. I don't. It's even actual to eat pie. Them. It's actual pie. Yeah, we have actual food and ingredients on stage. I think so the, you I should like give out the extra pie to the audience at the end. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I, <laughs> I've heard the crews the crew sometimes enjoys it, mm. which I hope. I just hate thinking of it going to waste. Yeah. Hopefully that's not the 
case. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, totally agree. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Well, anything else that you want uh, the people of Philadelphia to know about this show, uh, the tour, anything? Yeah, um, hopefully everyone can come out. I think it's a story that everyone needs and could use right now. It is lighthearted, but, you know, has a really deep core. And I think that everyone can relate to it in many different ways. And I hear this theater is really good with um, CDC regulations and COVID regulations. So hopefully everyone can come out, enjoy a night at the theater, mask up, and we'll see you there at, at the diner. That's right. The Academy of Music transformed into a diner now through Sunday, April 3rd. You can get tickets to see Waitress at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. We'll also put that in the show notes. Gabriella, thanks so much for joining us. Now, Philadelphia's Theater Week kicks off on Friday, so that will be our usual Friday theater feature. Come back for that. I'm Sabrina Boyd-Circa. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode, and I'll catch you back here tomorrow. 